nod my head. You're drunk, she says, repeating her earlier observation. I'm not drunk, I'm tipsy. There's a huge difference there. If I was drunk, I wouldn't be able to walk. Watch. I jump up from my chair with a little more power than I mean and quickly stumble when the narrow heel of my five-inch shoes sinks into the soft grass beneath me. Oh, there, darling. I feel it, those words, every single syllable deep down in my gut, each rumbled word vibrating through my body creating a slow burn until they end with a sharp pulse between my legs. His arms locked at my elbows and my back solidly against his front where my graceless stumble caused me to end up. I jerk my body tight and feel his laughter reverberate through my body once again. I attempt to pull my arms from his loose but strong hold, only to give up when it becomes clear that he isn't going to let go. Shifting until my face is turned, he lets one arm go and helps me spin until I'm facing him and moves his hands from my elbows to my hips. Hey, he says with a smile, the dimple in his cheek popping out. Liam, I sigh and then curse myself for not being able to hide my reaction to him. His smile turns knowing, and his eyes darken before dropping to my lips. I gulp. You should be more careful, Megs. It's Megan, I snap. I know, babe. You don't have to keep reminding me. Then why can't you seem to actually remember it? I squeak and try to pull my body away from his grip and fail again. Someone doesn't sound drunk anymore, I hear Danny speak, but I don't take my gaze off Liam. She does look it, though, she muses on a laugh, which finally gets my eyes to snap to hers. I'm fine. I just had a few glasses of wine and I haven't eaten much. But I most definitely am not drunk. I think I would know if I was drunk. Okay, so that's a lie. I might not be drunk, but I am definitely slightly past tipsy. Dealing with Liam, or rather my attraction to Liam, is hard enough for me on a good day when I'm completely sober, but with this amount of wine flowing through my body, I just can't trust myself. It's taken everything I have to keep him and his obvious interest at bay for the last couple months. When he's around, he goes out of his way to get me alone and lay it out. He wants me. You look stunning when those shadows aren't rolling around your shoulders, Liam whispers, His lips press close enough to my ear that I can feel his words one by one against my skin. I shiver, his words hitting me close to home, but the tone causing me to forget I should be pushing him away, especially when he's talking about things that he has no business speaking about. I'm fine, I stammer. Yeah, darling, I know you are. His eyes keep their hypnotizing hold on my own. I hear Danny excuse herself. I don't turn to watch her disappear in the lingering crowd of partygoers that are still left milling around. The music is still floating in the air around us. As I look into his eyes, everything around me feels like it's alive. It's a feeling that I've been missing for the last few years, a feeling that only comes to visit when I'm with my daughter, or until recently, when Liam Beckett is in the same room. It's a feeling that, even though I shouldn't, I feel guilty for allowing myself to enjoy.
Whether it's the wine, the fact that Molly left a few hours ago with Danny's parents, or the man standing in front of me, all I know is if I don't hold on to this feeling for as long as I can right now, I'll regret it for years to come. Megs, he says on a sigh, his fingertips digging in, and his eyes swirling with a rich hopefulness that turns those golden flecks you can normally see swimming in his brown eyes into a burning fire lighting his gaze. Hungry eyes. I don't think. If I had given myself just a second to process my next move, I'm sure I would have backed out of his hold and run as fast as I could to my car. But I didn't think, so my next move was pure 100% Megan, but not the Megan I've been for the last couple years since my husband died. No, this Megan feels like I've finally dug myself out of those ashes I've been living in since my life burned up around me. The cloak of depression that normally lingers loosely around